Does someone else want to kick this off? Are we recording? We're recording. So how are you two feeling today? I'm feeling fine. Mike, how are you doing? I feel like my head got hit by a truck. <laughs> so you finally know what I feel like every time we record. <laughs> and you're always like, oh, you should stop drinking. You're an alcoholic. Now you see. Now you see what it's like. Uh, well, it's funny because the last time we recorded, actually, uh, you said we wanted to wait two weeks because we wanted to be properly drunk and and put on a good show. I think we we've waited so long this time because we wanted to be properly hung over <laughs> we were drinking yeah. the whole time mm-hmm. <laughs> we're on a bender guys <laughs> this is buying one cheese what's up everybody we're back we're sorry i have a fairly good excuse to account for one of those weeks we were down i was in mexico for work so that that happened yeah i was hung over in mexico too <laughs> what what beer was at your your place Oh, a lot of Dos Equis. Dos Equis, yeah. Actually, nice, nice. I'm pretty sure there was only Dos Equis. Yeah, they, like each hotel is sponsored by a different one of those beers. Yeah, it was an all-inclusive resort in Cancun. Yeah. I uh, Actually, I went to one restaurant and I was like, hey, what's your beer selection? The guy's like, well, we have Dos Equis, Dos Equis, and we have Dos Equis. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, But actually, there was one night we had like a 22-course meal. And what? we did like a, a beer sample. So it was like, wait, you ate 22 courses of food. Yes. 22 courses. You heard that right. Can you name all 22? Uh, probably not. Cause it's some of the weirdest shit I've ever eaten. Was one of them free holidays. What's that? Beans. Oh, <laughs> Frito-Lays? Yeah. Uh, no, we had like, it's one of those like sample things that give you like bite size, like, uh, courses. It's like one, literally one so it was bite. like mozzarella sticks and like wings and stuff like no, that. No, that, that, that would suck for the amount of money I paid to sit down at this table. I feel I should mention that we took Spanish together for like six years and you didn't know the word frijoles. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's a little less common than some of the other ones I, uh, I've forgotten. Yeah. I remember hola, adios, amigo. Wow. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's about it. <laughs> Muy bien. Muy bien. Uh, no, it was, so there were some interesting courses. It was one of those things that, like, they have, like, certain food that looks like one thing, but it's something totally different. So, like, it could be, like, an oyster and a half shell, but that half shell would be, like, a tortilla chip. So, you so just it's, like, chip g- gastronomical shit? Yeah. Yeah, that there was. expensive in the city. There was some of Mexico. That. It was more, more or less just sit down, pay a bunch of money, and then this is what you get. But they had some of the, like, the gas shit. It was a lot of, like, I don't know, effects. Like they would open up a dish and a bunch of smoke would come out. Yeah, you'd have to like inhale it before you eat it or whatever. Like <laughs> yeah, <that. laughs> like smell the sea. Um, but we are back, guys. Um, one Champions League uh, group stage, right? Bayern Munich on yeah. top. Are you going to introduce us? Um, I feel like we shouldn't talk until he introduces us. Okay. No, I, I'm fair. Mike. I'm with Tom. He, hey, thanks for having me, Mike. <laughs> and Scott. Good to be here. Scott, Scott's uh, wearing his, his Bayern Munchies yeah. t-shirt. Fresh off the press. Yes. It's official. And then Tom. Tom is like this, this oh, yeah. old school Bayern Munich old jersey. Old school jersey. Nice. That's pretty sweet. What year is that? It's This is like a 70s jersey. Yeah, it's very old school. Right. It's got the EV and the logo. I thought you were wearing like an Atletico jersey I'm or something honest, when I walked it's, in. It's super tight on the arms. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Is I it like a, one of the fake ones from China? No, it, it's real. Oh, it was really? just like on super sale uh, okay. on Black Friday. So I bought it. But yeah, I'm going to have to stop working out if I want to wear this jersey. It's unfortunate. <laughs> have we lost a game since you've owned that jersey? E- well, since I bought it, <laughs> not since it got here. Okay. <laughs> what was that? Uh, Monch and Gladback? It got here the day after Monch and Gladback, yeah. Okay, damn. I wish that was more of a lucky jersey, but okay. We'll go with that. 
Um, but like I said, Bayern Munich win, uh, wins their group. Yeah, best team in the history of the uh, Champions League group stage. They won all the games and had a goal difference of 18. Fire. pretty crazy. It's so weird that we're playing so well in Champions League and so poorly in the league. Yeah. I don't know, but uh, also another like none of the I think they're the sixth team ever to go undefeated in the group stage, and none of those teams have ever gone on to win the tournament. So they've never won the tournament. Yeah, so we'll see if Bayern can be the first team to do it. Huh? Who do you guys want to draw? Who should we draw? Like, what would be the ideal team? I uh, agree with what most of the fans said. I want Chelsea, but that's more for yeah. personal reasons because I have friends that are Chelsea fans. Also, Chelsea don't look great right now. And right. I think it's honestly, it's because their transfer ban was overturned and that was good luck for them to be transfer banned. So now <laughs> that they can buy players, they're going to start being bad again. That's very ironic. Who's a, uh, I guess Rail is the only like big team besides Chelsea we could face. Did they finish second? Yeah, I think so. Hmm. That was actually, I think you made a mistake on the previous episode. It was one of my favorite mistakes of the pod because Tom never, said that, that that Will had finished on top of their group ahead of Real Madrid when in fact it was PSG. You've just yeah. mistaken that Did for I a shittier French I, I, team. I, I mean, I don't remember. Did I say that three months ago when we last recorded. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, either that mistake or we had a prediction mistake last time. We said we predicted the Mönchengladbach game uh, instead of the Leverkusen game. You know, um, we would have all been wrong anyways. Yeah. Well, I was actually right until the death. I had 1-1, one, one, and I was like, this is going to be it. This is going to be my first correct prediction. But then you were wrong. Yeah. And then I was wrong. Yeah, because of a bullshit penalty. I blame Javi Martinez uh, personally. Well, you should. I mean, he did give away the penalty, so <laughs> it seems fair. Yeah. Um, but it's, it is looking quite bright for Bayern Munich in at least one of our leagues It's just here. weird. I mean, it's a, it's a lot like the 76 season. So I feel like, I mean, would you take a, the 76 season? I know you're passionate about that season. Would you I, like to enlighten I think us you're, about the 76 season? You're trying to stump me. I feel like you're setting me up. The 76 <laughs> I bet we crashed and burned in the 76 season. In 76, we won Champions League, but we were 10th in the league. Oh, wow. And then we won Champions League again the next year. It right. Was, 76 was in the middle of our three in a row in mm. the 70s. So, But the only reason we qualified for the next year was because we won the Champions League. Right. And which is honestly not too far off from what's possible right now. Should we not finish in top four, which, you know, we're in the standings right now, what are we, fifth? We're fifth now. So, yeah. I mean, would it really be that tragic of a season if we won Champions League, qualified for Champions League uh, by default because of that, and then maybe finished, you know, somewhere kind of like down in the group I'd i mean in the, yeah the i mean i think over, you always have to league. take a champions league win uh-huh. right it's the hardest competition to win oh uh, that would be crazy imagine like we're that deep in, in champions league and just like we're starting like lars lucas my against like watching glad back and like not giving a shit lars lucas my can't get a game even though we have no defenders right now <laughs> yeah i mean in the uh uh Werder Bremen game? Yeah, the Werder Bremen game, that, uh, the goal by Bremen, uh, Boateng just looks so off the pace He's been on really that. bad these yeah. last couple games. It, it was pretty painful to watch him try to keep up with that player. Right. And it wasn't, it wasn't the only time that, that half he yeah. just got completely burnt by that guy. What is it? Like, was, was he, was he just slow? Was it well, the, the style of play that we were up against? I didn't understand why Boateng was the last defender when clearly he was getting beat every time Rashika brought the ball down. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, why wouldn't Boateng go more forward and have, uh, Alaba stay back instead? Right. Yeah. Usually you see a faster player sit back on the line rather than someone slow. Or we should have done what we'd eventually switch to at half is don't put Kimmich in the midfield, put him at right so Pavard can play in the center. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know why we keep going with Boateng because he's yeah, been he, pretty terrible the last couple of weeks. Yeah, he looks like he's passed it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's just all in track record. Just the, his history with the club. I mean, what are you going to do? Blame an interim manager for this? Uh, speaking yes. of managers, uh, Ancelotti is 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 on the market again. Napoli yeah. has sacked yeah, Ancelotti, yeah. qualified for the Champions League knockout stage, and immediately, immediately got fired. Yeah, it was a weird one. <laughs> this is how we get Hamas back. <laughs> well, they are also they're like seventh or eighth in their league, right? Yeah, right. They're actually a very similar uh, circumstance to Bayern Munich. Uh, Napoli doing very poorly in the league. And they actually sacked him, yeah, after a 4 nothing result. That's, mm-hmm. that's so yeah, silly. Yeah, it was a weird... I feel like Ancelotti's such a dick that the <laughs> like they just look for any downturn, to, yeah. and they're like, all right, you're fired. Yeah, he, he has like one of the quickest like outs, usually, for right. getting fired for any club. Like He never gets any time, it seems right. like. Yeah, between Chelsea, Chelsea and Bayern, Bayern, now Napoli. But also, he, he does have that eyebrow that makes him look like a, a dick. It's just kind of the rock, you know? Uh, does do he do know the, like, the rock is cooking? He does like, the like one eye raise. Thing? Yeah, just, you're saying the rock is a dick. I'm just saying it's perpetually it's, up it's in the Dwayne air. Now. I, also, I sometimes do that at work when people are pissing me off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait, can I see it? Let me see that eyebrow. Oh. It's bad. I'm. I am actually hungover. <laughs> <laughs> it's it just wasn't with you. Uh, but. <laughs> uh, well. Yeah, I can't really blame Flick for Boateng's issues. He obviously chose to put Boateng in, and, and it is kind of a managerial decision to be like, hey, Boateng, you know, stop stop being the last line of defense. Um, so uh, you could dis- disperse that kind of blame around a bit. Uh, it is troubling, though, but there's solutions, and that's the most troubling part. Well, my my big issue with this whole situation ties into the last Champions League game. That game did not matter. Why, why not start Mai in that game? Mm-hmm. Get him some, some time. We need another defensive body. So we need to figure out if he's going to work before the winter break. In Champions League, you think right. we should start him? Yeah. Cause that game did not matter against Tottenham. Gotcha. We were first in the group. They were second, no matter what happened. Mm-hmm. But so why not put Mai in? Why not put Xerxes came in with like five minutes left in the game? Like, yeah. why not let Give these kids time. get some time? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that would be that would be something that you'd think Flick would be comfortable doing. No one's going to hold him accountable as someone that like you know what are you doing? This isn't why we hired you. It's like well he was thrown yeah. into the situation. Just want want to throw everyone else in as well. Um, but I think the pressure is kind of building up on him, even though he is an interim coach. We did lose two of the last few league games. Um, the I, the one thing I'll say is I think the Leverkusen game was extremely winnable. They just could not find the back of the F-C net. FC Woodwork. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, mean, I, I think one of the things I wrote down at halftime of the game this weekend was we really need some finishing drills because mm-hmm. the last few weeks we have not been finding the back of the net. And then all of a sudden, yeah, second, second half, half, we exploded. So. Yeah. Yeah. That was it. It seemed like it might be one of those games where Bayern were just all over them, but just could not finish in the right. first half. And you thought maybe it was going to be another weird game where they just can't put it together. Right. And then Coutinho kind of came out and just said no to that well, him and Lewandowski like were great but well there's another thing we should mention that is on flick is we played Leverkusen and Gladbach we needed to win we knew they're both gonna be hard games we probably need to win at least one of those and Coutinho's on the bench for most of both of those games yeah it's a weird one because he's been playing well too right yeah the last two games he's been probably the best player on the field yeah in both definitely games. Mr. Hattrick, yeah, Coutinho's been a revelation. Uh, and him and Mueller, right? Mueller comes on and makes an instant impact yeah, against Bremen. Mueller's mm-hmm. been great. The, yeah. who, you know who has not been great is Goretzka has been invisible when he's on the field. Yes. It's, it's. I think, a lack of him 
playing to his strong points, just being like a physical body, you know, someone who just kind of like, I don't know, just can, can take players off the ball. Like he's, he's not someone that is, is fancy by any means. Mm-hmm. It just seems like he's not playing to his strengths. Uh, if I had to guess, and he did come off an injury, I guess that's worth mentioning, but right. But like the Gladback game, I think the first time I even realized he was on the field was th- the 38th, like 39th minute. Uh-huh. Like where, what was he doing the rest of the game? Yeah. Just hanging out. Just chilling. Yeah. And he's not like, it's not like he's not playing in a position where he can be maximized, you know? All right. You're in the middle of the field. You should have some touches on the ball. Come on. Like, what did, what did we buy you for, Goretzka? Schalke is missing you for, for this performance? No, that's not fair. It's not really fair. Schalke, they, they actually just played today. I believe they were winning the last time I, I, I took a look. I'm pretty sure they did win. Um, yeah, Schalke is still ahead of Bayern Munich. That's an interesting uh, turn of events for a club that really hasn't done much different. They have a new manager this season and uh, a few new players, they I guess. They still are like the third highest paid club in all of Germany. Oh, are they that? Yeah. They're up that high. One of the most attended, too. Right. They have they, a support structure for they sure. They are the Mets. <laughs> they have plenty of money, perfect location, terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably just a... A hangover of sorts from from having all those mines closed down. Basically, the whole culture of their communities were just destroyed. So you're saying they're more like a buffalo. A buffalo. (laughs) (laughs) Does buffalo have a big mining community? No, they they were all about that grain transport, bro. (laughs) That's not a big business anymore. Well, I don't want to know this much about buffalo. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's Um, 9 at 8.30, folks, making the playoffs. It's happening. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Who do they play tonight? They're playing the Steelers tonight. Yeah. Cool. Winning their end. <laughs> Winning their end. Um, all right. Well, yeah, I guess Goretzka's been, been disappointing. You know who's been great? Mr. Alfonso Davies. He's been actually great. And he, it seems like people have been talking about him, at least in social media, as just like something to talk about. Like it could be like, oh, well, you know, we're losing and we're not playing that well and like, but let's talk about how great Alfonso Davies is. You know, that's justified. That's actually something that we should be talking about because he's on his way to being a world-class uh, athlete, if I had to guess. Yeah, and he's only he's 19 years old. Fantastic. Yeah, no matter great. what the competition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's so fast, too. He is. I think he it really was is, yeah. the Tottenham game. He was, like, creating divots in the field. <laughs> just, just, the, just like destroying off. the grass. Yeah. Yeah, there was one point in that game where someone on Tottenham had pretty open breakaway mm-hmm. and all of a sudden alfonso just like came, came from off camera and caught up to them before <laughs> they could get to the box right right yeah his his uh hit list is pretty uh it's looking pretty good right now with between uh he's he's already uh proven against Jaden sancho uh i would say son in the tottenham game he mm-hmm. had to kind of like keep up with and, and he did his job well but that that is a whole other beast tottenham's a story of their own right <laughs> a team that has just they seem Sack to their not manager. care in that game. As, <laughs> yeah. as good as we looked, they looked pretty bad. Yeah, I think they didn't. Like, there was nothing at stake. I think right. they were probably just like, whatever. Right. They're losing to Manchester United in their domestic campaign. <laughs> it's not surprising, though. <laughs> you said something uh, last night about Manchester United that was really funny. It was like, if Manchester United only played against the top six teams oh, yeah, the of the league, yeah. they're probably in like first the, place. The league table of the top six teams, if they only if they were their own league, United would be in first. Wouldn't they be tied with Liverpool? Um, Since Liverpool's only no, because, draw points against United. Uh, 
That didn't work. Yeah. Uh, no, they. I think no, they have a better goal difference than Liverpool oh, against okay. the teams. So. Well, they had that crazy uh, derby game too against Man City. Yeah, that was an awesome game. Yeah, that was a great game. Yeah. I saw that. That led to some drinking. Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's still rumors, but it it, it seems like uh, Erling Holland is looking like he may go to United in January. No way, he's going to Dortmund, right? Is he going? To, I don't know. There's been there's been a lot of talk, especially today. That Solskjaer has been tapping him up. So well, we'll it's that Norwegian connection. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we'll see. Did, did he fly in on Norwegian? Maybe. Um, Probably he, not. He he <laughs> was, uh, uh, I think, in Dortmund, though, recently in uh, at, in that part of town. I feel like he's probably shopping around right well, now. Well, he, was, he had a meeting with the coach of uh, RB Leipzig. Oh, uh, that would, oh, that would actually Nagelsmann? make a yeah. ton of sense. Yeah. yeah. So, and which they said they thought it went well. So, uh huh. That's yeah. probably his first look. I feel like, yeah, just like a natural progression for anyone a part of the Red Bull. Yeah, I mean, he's I all, he's, he's already on an RB team, right? He might as well just stay there. I think they're just like you're over there now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you're in New Jersey for the summer. <laughs> now you're back over here. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, he's that guy's a talent. I mean, he's he's someone that like, I just feel like he's such a massive person. <laughs> he's just yeah. someone you can't just like defend easily because he'll just he'll just kind of like stiff arm you off of the ball um but he's i think he he went a goalless game in uh champions league last week and i was actually surprised i was like doesn't this guy just score every time he plays a champions league game he should have they had like a chance to get through if he if they had won that game that but, that is um, a tough group though oh yeah when you're with uh liverpool and, mm-hmm. and napoli yeah. and rb salzburg like yeah but they could have knocked liverpool out <laughs> oh my that god been they narrowly escape into the next round uh, these past few seasons, I feel like Liverpool. That is, I don't remember how they did in the group stage last year. Last year they had to win their final game, and I think it was against Napoli, wasn't it? Yeah, Napoli was a case because they had like three ties or four ties at some point, uh, and and they were in first. <laughs> like it was like a weird, <laughs> they were in a weird situation there. But yeah, Napoli beat them, and then. Uh, uh, Liverpool beat Napoli in the second round, I think it was. Mm. Um, but yeah. the same group, yeah, same, same, same tough group, I guess. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't mind Chelsea. I wouldn't mind seeing us play Chelsea for a, a few reasons. And someone on, on uh, uh, our Twitter account or uh, on our Twitter page mentioned something like a revenge win against Chelsea yeah, for, uh, for 2012. Right, that makes sense. That makes so much sense to me. I wouldn't mind that. Um, but also, like sheer like opponents that we could beat. I feel like they're just one of the few that I feel comfortable. I feel like they against. are slightly challenging, more challenging than some of the other ones, but mm-hmm. not enough that I'd be afraid of them. Yeah, it would be a good matchup for Bayern. I think the like, only team that would really bother me is Real, and I think we are better than Real right yeah, now. It's but just, you just never know, right? Yeah, they're such a they've been such a boogeyman for the past like ten years. Yeah, right. I'm I'm curious actually where they are in their own league standings. It's, they were tied for first. One, last yeah, week. yeah, them and Barca are now just like usual service. Okay. That's strange to me because they were. I thought they were like hovering around like fifth or sixth. They, the, the them and Barcelona started off slow, and then they. I think they've just kind of clicked into form. Mm-hmm. So, ah, oh, fucking Barcelona. Yeah. See, Barcelona could be mediocre, but they still have Messi. That's that's like it. <laughs> they also saved Dortmund's ass in Champions League because they didn't win, need to win that game. Oh yeah. Oh my god, that Suarez goal was something else. That kind of like back heel. Oh yeah, that oh, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like that 
That, that was, like, yeah, that was nuts. Just like it was like a backheel chip, like a lob. Yeah, <laughs> it made yeah, no like, sense. Put, like spin on right. it somehow. Yeah, yeah do that do twice. That. <laughs> um, oh, who else had a really crazy goal? I think it was Mo Salah in Champions League. Um, oh, like on the break. Yeah, yeah. I think what was it? on yeah, the break against Salisbury. Break. Yeah, yeah, he did this thing where he he basically took the ball to the line right near the corner flag oh yeah and he like passed it in from the line pretty much well he 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 shot it and it bent yeah away from goal like it was like yeah you he, know like a, a if it was like a corner kick it would be like an out like a mm-hmm. out bending corner somehow snuck in it's still but it still went in the back post yeah so picture that because you think it would have to leave i don't know it just makes no sense yeah. to me that was a weird one because he missed like three or four easy chances and then he put that one away right right so. right right Damn. Yeah, I'd take, I'd take Mo Salah over Messi any day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really? <laughs> I, I think Mo Salah benefits a lot from Sadio Mane. I think that partnership is... Yeah, I mean... Even though they hate each other at times, <laughs> it just seems like they, they just work so well together. Yeah, I mean, they're two super fast wingers. Yeah. Right. Uh, um, I mean, for me, the Champions League biggest surprise was Ajax getting knocked out. Yeah, that was... I feel like that's bad for the competition because they were by far the most exciting team to watch last year. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty sad that they didn't make it through. They had a, there was a video of um, Frankie de Jong on, mm-hmm. uh, on Barca. Like after the game, he was like on the field looking up at the scoreboard, and you saw his reaction when he saw Bayern or Ajax got knocked out. He just kind of like put his head down and looked really sad. Yeah, really. You could, yeah, you could tell that like people that come through the Ajax academy are so always associate really closely with the club. You know, right, right, right. yeah, that makes sense. This- that is kind of sad. Um, what does that mean for Ajax? Do you think, is this just the, the natural wax and wane of their existence? It's just, oh, next year they'll do better. Or is it like, in the next three years, they'll be back? Depends on how many, how many of their players they keep over the yeah, summer. this is what happens when your academy gets poached yeah. like year in, year out. Right. And then, uh, needless to say, their, uh, I guess, Ten Hag will be poached yeah, soon enough. It looks like available. it. Yeah. yeah. Soon enough. Do you think he would hold out just for the Bayern job, or would he try and end up somewhere else? I don't know what else. Where else is that he would want to go? Really, I think Arsenal's looking for a manager. Uh, yeah, they are. <laughs> Napoli's looking for a manager. <laughs> <laughs> that is another crazy thing. This all these big teams that are losing their or not losing, but sacking their manager. So it's such a weird time I in the season. Like it's results have to be like now, or you're yeah. getting sacked as yeah, a manager. You're, you're like not going to get it ever. Yeah, exactly. You're not going to get a chance. Right. Which is weird because I don't think you could build a team till like two years. Yeah, it takes a while. But. Are, are you still happy with Ole uh, at the wheel? I, I mean, I, I, I like what he's done. He's done some. He's he's done something that no manager. If they brought in a top manager, a top manager would not have got rid uh, rid of a lot of the dead weight at United, mm-hmm. and they wouldn't be playing the youth that Ole's doing. So I like that he's giving this the youth a lot of chance, and I would like to at least see him finish out the season. If someone like Potch is available at the end of the season, I don't think you can necessarily say no to that. But oh, Pochettino would go to Man U, wouldn't he? I mean, it, they they were wanting him for a while before they signed Oli permanently. So we'll see if they like. It, it really depends on how well they do for the rest of the season. I think because uh-huh. United still is like says they're backing him for like a you know three year deal or whatever they put him on to like let him have his vision and try to build the club. So it all depends on uh you know the form for the rest of the season. Well, that's another, like what I was just saying, like if his vision is to bring in the youth, then you have to give him three years. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you can't fire him because the youth didn't perform because yeah. then they're not going to get a chance. Exactly. And there was, um, it was a little while ago that someone, uh, 
did an interview with Van Hall, who was probably like the best ever manager at giving youth a chance. Mm. And he was kind of critiquing a lot of people who say they give youth a chance, where he was basically like bringing a player in for five, 10 minutes at the end of the game isn't giving youth a chance. Like, right. that doesn't matter. You have to actually let them play for full 90 minutes and like give them game time or it doesn't matter. They're not learning anything from just coming in against a game that's either already won or already lost. Was he talking to Hansi Flick? Or no, was it it was it was like else? it was just like a general <laughs> interview. I think I think he was actually critiquing I I think it was he might have actually been critiquing like Jose maybe or something. I forgot. It, he was talking about one specific manager who like had said that he gave you the chance and he was like, No, you're not. Right. Yeah, it's like it's almost was he a dick about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean he, he's <laughs> usually a dick. a dick about stuff, but <laughs> it's almost just like ceremonial at that point. It's yeah. like capping a player, you know, on an international. It's just like, oh, let's just get him in. This mm-hmm. is your debut. Technically, it's a debut. Technically, you haven't yet learned anything yeah. or <laughs> had an impact. Well, that's like saying coming in this week with five minutes left. Mm-hmm. Like, the game was out of hand by the 60th minute. Give him half an hour. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's that's true. That, that could have happened so much earlier. And I was surprised. Because at, at what point, it was like the 75th minute, like even we were up like five one or something right. like that yeah throw the kids in mm-hmm. yeah well this is good content. throw them in the fire. <laughs> uh you know it would have been good content to see pizarro on the field in vertebrae i'm always upset when he doesn't play when we play them <laughs> uh, Claudio, he also he's had still... uh, he had the silver hair thing that was a trend oh like yeah six years ago <laughs> so weird <laughs> yeah i think we, uh, what do you think? Do you think Boateng would have been able to hold his own if someone like Pizarro was uh, the man who no was marking the last Pizarro. Pizarro would have beat the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> was like 45 years old. <laughs> um, yeah, Pizarro would have had a good game. That uh, uh, that goalie had a great game. That, that The first half, yeah, he was impressive. Because mm-hmm. yeah. Kimmich had that shot that was like basically on the line, which brings up uh, a question that I have, which is, is goal line technology bullshit? <laughs> Are you talking about the Leverkusen or the Mountain Gladback game? No. Well, there is, there is actually, yes. Because uh, the Gladback game, that ball to the eye looked like it was over the line. Was it? Oh, the, oh, that one that he like just saved yeah, right before. Yeah. He, like he kind of spilled. And then yeah. It was like a it. sliver just keeping it over. Right. Um, yes. I guess there, there's two examples then that we have to talk about, but like, where like what is goal line technology if it's, they're gonna a, i mean well it's just a ton of like high-tech cameras that are just pointing at the line like I, it it seems to be pretty accurate to be honest i mean i when that happened because to the eye it looked like kimmich's goal was in yeah but i was like oh if goal line says it's not yeah then, then you have to yeah, so like it's like pretty it's, accurate it's crazy how much more i trust that than i trust var yeah VAR yeah var is still subjective yeah well, I just the the thing that gets me is how quick they cut to a graphic. Well, that that <laughs> it's was just like where did they come up with? Well, this the graphic gra- is horseshit. <laughs> <laughs> well, the the um so when they did via or when they first uh were doing goal line technology, um mm-hmm. the requirement was that it had to be instantaneous. They didn't want to have any sort of like delay or like wait. It ha- so something like vibrates in the referee yeah, to his, tell his him, watch like, like vibrates. Yeah, yeah, to tell him whether it's a goal or not. And they were like, it has to be instantaneous for us to even implement this. So that's like the whole point behind it is that uh, they could tell right away. Oh wow! And what was the what was the incident in Mönchengladbach? I'm trying to remember the exact. Uh, uh, I don't remember that one. The with the goal line tech. Yeah, Kimmich shot like right at the keeper and he spilled it. Oh, oh, and that it, like one, yeah, rolled yeah. between his legs and was going over the line. And yeah, he like, he, like reached back, back and, and got, got like it. a finger on it. Oh. But it looked 
it like you could see be- grass between the line and the ball. Like it looked like it was over, but it was like millimeters still. In. Uh, yeah, it was and like that was, one uh, of the closest ones. Yeah, that was when the commentator was like, "Oh, the goalie didn't clip his finger down or something today because <laughs> yeah. he just grabbed it." Um, okay, the, what's with Kimmich and being involved in all of these close calls? I don't know. Um, Got to hit it harder. Mm. Yeah, it's yeah, it's definitely his fault. <laughs> um, yeah, you. You know what I've been noticing about uh, uh, our attack is Louis's been kind of pressured to like one time these these uh, these goal attempts. It seems he's becoming quite the uh, acrobat too <laughs> when he I, goes to like scissor kick and like it's just like he doesn't even try and settle you know a shot anymore. It's just like as soon as the ball finish. comes to him, yeah. I don't know if he's just up for a new challenge or what. I do feel like when the until his drought he was coming to the ball more often mm-hmm. and then for the last few games he's kind of let the ball come to him and i don't to me there's probably a connection between like how active he is and mm-hmm. scoring goals but then this game he is fine what's his uh goal count now i don't know he had no two idea. two in this game yeah, i feel like he was at like 28 before the champions league game. yeah i'm just thinking about the league oh the league Wait. My fucking computer stopped working. Hold on. Listeners, if you can go, like, change your laundry over right now. Yeah, yeah. We'll let right, you know so when we're back. He has 18 in the league. And actually, that's only two ahead of Timo Werner. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. How is that? That's sneaking up on me. I didn't realize that Timo Werner was so prolific this that's season. That's why they're in first place. That's true. That's something that, that RB Leipzig isn't technically known for. I feel like they're more of, like, a team that, like, is better at defending than attacking. Their best attack is their defense, right? What else do you guys want to talk about? <laughs> Let's talk about that Euro group that Germany is in. Oh, my God. A yeah, nightmare. That is the group of death, for sure. Don't even know who the fourth team is. Yet. That's, uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, it's yeah. the whoever qualifies still. But uh, oh, no, no one's going to want to be in that group. To qualify right. for the Euros? Yeah. You got Germany, Portugal, and France all in the same group. Right. I I don't even want to predict who makes it out of that group. It's, it's gonna honestly, it's, it's gonna be like Portugal wins it's it. Like two they're gonna, of the last World Cup winners and the last Euro winner yeah. in the same group. Well, all. Italy looks like they have a pretty easy group. What is it? Switzerland, Turkey, Wales. Why couldn't they land that group? Um, Croatia, England. Yeah, the, the new rivalry. Yeah, and, that'll be fun. And they're waiting on a, another another team. Poland, Spain, Sweden. A lot of these aren't finished. Yeah, France, yeah. Portugal, Germany. Yeah, that should be most of the groups. Someone can still qualify. Mm-hmm. Do we know like what the possible team uh, that they but play against? I don't against know is? if it's set at all like that. Uh huh. I think it's going to be USA, probably the US. We're going to win the group. <laughs> New to the Euros. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can do that. Work. Um. Do you guys want to predict the next week's game? Uh, what's, hey, are you done <laughs> recording they, already? They play <laughs> next week? I, I, I would love to wrap this up, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna force it. I'm, I'm not going to pull the plug. And I also have to look this one up because last time it was inex- inexcusable why we <laughs> predicted the, the game, game after <laughs> the next game. And we do have the 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 winter break coming up. I feel so. We, we only have two more games, and they're both this week before the winter break. That's right. Should we predict all the games in case we don't <laughs> record? <laughs> Just do the next two months. <laughs> Until that. We'll do the next uh, two games. Freiburg. They're a challenging team away, I feel like, when we play at Freiburg Stadium. 
What position are Freiburg in? Um, right now they are in sixth. <laughs> They're literally creeping they have, right behind. They're probably Bayern. like one point behind. Yeah. Us. Yeah, Freiburg. I guess they're. They're not to be taken lightly. Then they they just lost to Hertha. Hertha Berlin actually uh, had something big happen. I think Klinsmann joined the yeah. The board. Oh, yeah. Klinsmann, you know, wow. he's coaching them now. No, really? Yeah, maybe for like as an interim coach, but he's just I think he is the interim coach. But yeah. he's just on the board. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like re- like reverse nepotism. Like <laughs> old, old Jay Goff again. <laughs> yeah, his son <laughs> is. Uh, Jonathan Klinsman is the keeper on Hertha Berlin. Uh, okay. I don't know if he's the, the starting keeper right now, but yeah, I, I, I sense a reason why Klinsman would join Hertha Berlin over any other team. Um, Interesting. Maybe they have a deal where he can still operate out of Southern California. <laughs> yeah, he's he's <laughs> Skyping into that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so they actually Freiburg just recently lost to Hertha Berlin. Um, but Otherwise, yeah, they're still right behind Bayern Munich. Well, how do you feel about this season right now? We're, what, six games in the Hansi flick? I think it was a long time coming for Bayern to not be running away with the season at this point. And it actually was pretty similar last season in terms of where we were on the table. It actually was, yeah. As much as people act like the world is on fire, it's Mm -hmm. pretty similar to how we were last year. And I'm not actually worried because of the point differential like it, it two wins right and if things like kind of go a certain way we can be at the top of the table again right and if Manchin Gladback right. is is losing to Wolfsburg uh albeit narrowly like th- <laughs> these teams that are supposed to be running away with the league right now aren't so I'm not terribly worried I think we we did what we could in firing Kovac like the the, the the one thing you can do to change a team drastically already happened, right? I don't expect much winter transfer activity. I don't think there's going to be this this big signing that we're going to look. Maybe a center back. I, that was what yeah. I was thinking. Maybe a center back. They definitely need some support there. Um, so that uh, that could kind of steady the ship and maybe prevent some of these these surprising losses. I guess they're not even surprising losses, right? Leverkusen is a Champions League team. To lose to them in the league isn't exactly, you know, the most mind-boggling thing. Uh, Gladback was kind of expected to be a tough game, so I, I'm not, right. you know, kind of worried about that result. I mean, I'm more worried about Leipzig than I am about Gladback because they're now the ones that are six points out of us. Mm. Uh, they're a pretty complete team. Yeah, and if we got a center back, obviously it wouldn't be just these results that we're trying to prevent because a surprising loss to freiburg or something i feel like is in the cards (laughs) like something like could go wrong and we do need kind of reinforcement in the back i don't know i'm just not that worried yet i think and i like how we're doing in champions league i think that's the one thing you can look at and be like oh all right so if we're doing this well in champions league you know do you really have to worry about the league do you really have to worry about the domestic performance yeah it is because we've been pretty dominant in champions league Mm -hmm. but the two champions league games since flick came on were one was against a team that was is not very good in Champions League standards, and one was against a team that didn't really care what happened in the game. Yeah. So we could see. Yeah, it's tough to see. And the the position in the table that we're in is more to do with our own performances than like other team other teams, you know, just again running away with the league. And you've seen how challenging it is for a non Bayern team to perform in the Bundesliga uh like and, and just 
keep up consistent win rate. Like Dortmund choked last season. Like right, yeah. the, there's going to be a lot of effort. Right. Leipzig last time they were like a serious contender choked in the second half. Yeah, that seems to always happen. So right. Wolfsburg that one year that they were good. Right. And, but they, they did well consistently. It wasn't like kind of like a, a, a fluke thing. Um, so I, I, I'm just not worried yet. Just really not that worried. I mean, can we agree? Is that... I'm, there's still a lot of the season left. Yeah, I'm a little bit worried. I'm more worried about not competing in the Champions League because we switched coaches midway through the year. Mm-hmm. How often does a team win when they have a new coach? Yeah. Never. So to me, it felt like when we got rid of Kovac that we kind of gave up on the season. I mean, time will tell. We might still win the league, but... That would be a lot to yeah expect of uh, a team that did get rid of their coach <laughs> to be like, well, now you got to win the, the, the league yeah. more or less. It's just to stop the bleeding. You know, it's just like, let's just like make a statement. You get that little bump in the beginning when the coach uh, changes and yeah, we'll, we'll see. Especially if we're not going to commit to flick, then mm-hmm. it feels like this whole year is kind of just, just getting through. Yeah. And then next year we'll start building something again. Yeah, definitely. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I think that's I think that's a good take. I think that's the take to take. How do you feel about the Buffalo Bills' chances to to beat the Pittsburgh Steelers tonight? <laughs> They're I'm, in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh started in their fourth string quarterback. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'm more excited for them to play the Patriots. To be honest, next weekend, next week. get excited. Yeah, it's gonna be I'm a big one. Be watching it with two year olds. <laughs> Enjoy that. So, uh, what yeah, result? Throw one of those two year olds at the TV. <laughs> <laughs> What result will allow the Jets to make the playoffs? Um, a new um, season? Yeah, they cannot mathematically make yeah. the playoffs. <laughs> I was actually shocked to see that they said um, Gase is the first Jets head coach since like the early 90s to not have a winning record in his first season as the Jets. Which, is that true? Yeah, it it almost that's doesn't really, make any sense. That's weird. Because the Jets never have a winning record. <laughs> but This is a lot more football talk than we usually do, but it's funny to watch Ryan Tannehill, who like everyone was like, He's not doing well, despite Gates being the uh, Gase being there to teach him. Yeah, and now he goes to a different team, not under Gase, and he's, he's doing, doing really fantastic. well. He's yeah. like, yeah, Adam Gase sucks. Yeah. <laughs> he's terrible at coaching. Yep. Uh, was, no comment. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's let's uh, let's try and make some predictions here. Let's let's try and get something right for once. Do you want to predict? These games or our new esports teams games? Oh, the, 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 the games that'll never happen. Yeah, <laughs> Byron is getting into esports, e-sports? next year. Are they? Yeah. Oh, you're talking about the actual club. Yeah, Byron involvement. is going to have an esports team. A division of the club is esports now. All right, what? this is how we. This we is... need to become their official FIFA team. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> this is how we gain credibility. Is that a thing that teams do? Or is I, this I've like never the heard first... of any other team doing it. It's very weird. <laughs> Uh, sure. I think, you know, Wolfsburg, I know, has a team. There's some random Bundesliga teams that every now and then you'll, you'll hear, like, they just signed this, uh, this video new game video player. game talent. Yeah. yeah. Can we play against them? Uh, uh, how sweet would that be if we were playing <laughs> against Bayern Munich? That would be. <laughs> we probably get destroyed. It would be actually the opposite. Right, they're going to have the best talent in the world. I would yeah. just be like, how does this game end? Can I just unplug yeah, this just <laughs> system rage right quit now? quit immediately. Yeah. Um, but... Sure, if you want to somehow come up with some kind of prediction, that's fine. I still want to predict SC Freiburg, and we might as well do 
Wolfsburg because it's in the same week and there's no way in hell we're going to turn out a podcast. So Freiburg uh, is away and Wolfsburg is home. Uh, yes. Uh, yes, correct. That is right. Okay. So these are the last two games until uh, the Rook are under. Um, Tom, what do you think? How do you feel about it? How I feel depends on if Coutinho actually starts. <laughs> um, I'm going to say with Coutinho, 3-1. Without Coutinho, 1-1. One, one. And I'm going to go 1-1. One, one. I think he's going to not start Coutinho again. And we tie. It'd be weird if he didn't Draw. start him. Yeah, it wouldn't make any sense. Like, it doesn't make sense why he's not starting every game. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's going to be 2-1. And then three nothing. Oh, I should. Yeah, that was for Freiburg. Both of my predictions. <laughs> oh, wow, okay. Yeah. So, what's your Wolfsburg prediction? Um, Mind you, they've beaten Mönchengladbach two one uh, their last game. Do they still have that big Dutch guy up front? Oh, uh, uh, Vuthorse or uh, uh, Varg Veghorse. Veghorse. Vuth Veghorse. He's like eight feet tall. <laughs> Anyways, five one against <laughs> five one against Wolfsburg. They are in eighth place. You notice how we don't predict any clean sheets anymore? No, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> There's always gonna be a goal if Boateng's on the field. Um, I yeah, I I do like the the one one uh, result against Freiburg. Home, I think. They, Isn't that <clears throat> last year when we played them? Didn't we? What did it end one one? I think yeah, the second half of the season uh, against Freiburg away, Bayern away. So yeah, one one against Freiburg, and then um, I'm going to say Wolfsburg. This to kick off the Rook Runder. I'm going to go closer to what Scott was saying, but it'll be four one. I'll say four one, and wow, yeah, no clean sheets. And can you uh, can you just remind us of what the scoreboard looks like right now? Who's who's leading in predictions? Uh, we are all tied. Are we? Oh, wow. Everyone's wow. Leave it's it the same. That's We're, amazing. It's a close race, folks. Everyone, cross your fingers. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, as soon as someone pulls ahead, the shit talking will ensue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's we're going for rights to shit talk here right now. Um, all right, that that I think about wraps it up. Um, follow us on Twitter <laughs> to see if we're going to release an episode on time. <laughs> We'll try and uh, pick it back up on the second half of the season. I think I'll be unemployed uh, after next week. Perfect. So. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty much all we needed <laughs> yeah. to happen. Okay. Um, but yeah, follow us on uh, Twitter at Munchies Byron. Instagram, Byron Munchies Podcast. Yeah. And, on um, Public, search for Byron Munchies or go to ByronMunchies.com. Yeah, we're not going to make it easy for you. <laughs> and FIFA on Byron Munchies Tea. That that still has to happen. If you can find Tom on FIFA, it's one of if these I, random if nights I of the week. I decide to check, <laughs> if you ever log on, <laughs> we're really making it easy for you guys. Um, yeah, it'll just it'll take a little extra effort on our part, but we'll get there. We'll be there. Promise. All right. Have a good good day. Good night. Adios. Adios. Good night. <laughs>